1: Don't have to fall from grace, put down
2: Welcome back. Hour number two here on Beach and Company. Joe Beamer filling in for Sandy Beach. Hope everyone had a great holiday or continues to enjoy their holiday. A few days left in the year 2019. 2020, it is going to be, well, it's going to be something. And uh, let's just face it. It's going to be ugly at times, right? You've got an election year that you've been preparing for since November 9th, 2016. And now you've got an impeachment. That trial is going to start in Senate. And we're already seeing it. I mean, we're the day after Christmas. We are still in that holiday season, right? We're supposed to be festive. We're supposed to be enjoying ourselves, having that that warm, fuzzy feeling. And you can, if you're on social media, you can barely enjoy that. Or if you have friends who all they want to do is start arguing about politics, you can barely enjoy that. And going into 2020, I hope everyone's like me thinking, we got to do something so we don't have this much hate all of 2020. I, I don't know if I personally can take it. You know, I I like election years. I've always been a political junkie. I've always taken this stuff in. Um, But I can't put up with it if all it's going to be is hateful attack after hateful attack. As I said to a caller last Friday, you know, let's not attack people's personalities. Let's not take personal attacks at people. If you don't like someone's policy, then go after their policy. Go after what they've done in government. Don't attack them on their person. Don't attack them on lifestyle choices. They're running for a political office. Why don't you voice what you disagree with in how they're running, in what their policy is, on what they're running on? You know, we see this a lot. And again, I'm not talking to one party or the other. But you've got... Democrats now that attack everything about Donald Trump. Literally everything. Things that have nothing to do with his presidency. They take personal attacks at him. They don't go after his policy. I watched the Democrat debate uh, last week, as painful as that was. And, And let me tell you, very little was on his policy. And we can sit here and have this discussion about how I don't like his tweets. I think a lot of what he says that has nothing to do with policy, I don't know why he says them. We've had that conversation. But when, you know, didn't Michelle Obama say when they go low, we go high? I have not found that to be true on either side of the aisle, but especially on the left side of the aisle. All right, you might be asking, Joe, what are you getting at? Joe, what are you getting at? Well, Kevin Spacey, Uh, has been missing in action uh, lately for good reason. But he did come out with a bizarre video, I think is the best way to put it. And now take away the fact that it's Kevin Spacey. Take away the fact that the video is bizarre. Listen to the message. And I want to know from you, going into 2020, should we, instead of every time someone goes negative at us, should we maybe... As Selena Gomez said in the opening song Kill them with kindness Let's uh, see what the video now again. The video is bizarre, but let's listen to the message
0: You didn't really think I was gonna miss the opportunity to wish you a Merry Christmas, did you? It's been a pretty good year and I'm grateful to have my health back and in light of that I've made some changes in my life and I'd like to invite you to join me as we walk into 2020 I want to cast my vote for more good in this world Ah, yes I know what you're thinking can he be serious I'm
1: dead serious
0: and it's not that hard trust me the next time someone does something you don't like you can go on the attack but you can also hold your fire and do the unexpected you can Kill them with kindness.
2: Alright, now obviously, I think we wish someone else other than Kevin Spacey had come out with that message. And what a bizarre video. I'm not taking anything away. It did end with a Columbo song though at the end there. So, but Take what he said. When someone goes on the attack, yeah, you can go negative as well and just have. But what are you getting out of that? And and I've had this conversation on the show uh, uh, many times. What are you getting out of constant negatives? Negative, negative, negative. What are you getting out of that? I mean, I'm on Twitter right now, like I said at the end of the last hour, and it is just nothing – but negative attacks at people because they don't like their politics, isn't that pathetic? You're gonna go after someone's. Per- you're gonna go after someone personally because you don't like a, a political figure they agree with or a policy they agree with. You're gonna go after them personally. Aren't we better than that? Like I, I hate. To, I hate to go with 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 that. But aren't we better than that? Or you just have so little confidence in your, uh, in your belief, in what you believe, that you have to attack someone who doesn't believe the same thing. But instead of going after that policy and telling them why that policy is bizarre, telling them why that policy is wrong, you're going to attack that person? You're going to go out on personal attacks? We've got to find a way to be better. We have to. And I don't want to get all preachy here on December 26th. But going into 2020, we have to find a way to be better. Yes, kill them with kindness. Be kind. Someone goes negative after you? Oh, okay. Go with the Joe Beamer answer. Someone goes negative after something I said on air? I respond with, thanks for listening. Always a good answer. But I want to hear from you. Is it crazy to think this would work in 2020 or what are your solutions to having just a little less hate in the next year because it's going to get ugly this election season and here in in western new york it's going to get doubly as ugly because we also have a special election for ny27 in the coming months so i'd like to hear your solution how can we get just a little less negative how can we Be just a little more kind and less hateful. 803-0930, star 930, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open, 3930. Help us out. Let's continue that warm, fuzzy feeling from the holiday. Let's continue that today. Tell me how we can be kind and still get our point across. Like I said, Christmas Eve, I had a great conversation with a friend of mine. About a disagreement we have or disagreements we have. But we didn't attack each other personally. We didn't raise our voice. We had a really nice conversation. And I'm hoping we can see more and more of that as we get into 2020. I'd like to hear your solution. It's Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you here in for Sandy Beach on News Radio 930 WBEN trying to stay positive, right? You've got New Year's right around the corner and then 2020 promises to be uh maybe the word's exhausting with the current political state. I think exhausting might be the word to go with. It's going to get ugly and Some people out there thrive, thrive on this hateful back and forth that the politics have become. And you don't have to go any further than Twitter and just see these people who do nothing all day but tweet politics and just not even good politics, just tweeting hateful things about people they don't agree with. And like I said, that goes for people on both sides of the aisle. This is not a Democrat-only thing, a Republican-only thing, a liberal or a conservative-only thing. It seems to be everyone has been consumed in thinking, all right, if I disagree with you, the only way to go is to attack you personally, is to raise my voice and just start screaming at you because we disagree And you're an idiot. And saying other things that Frank would have to be very quick to the dump button if I started saying. But it doesn't have to be that way when having a political discussion. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but I know that very well. I'm 31. I'm a millennial who grew up in New York State and has, at least fiscally, a conservative way of thinking. Most of my friends politically don't agree with me. We have our disagreements. And yes, I've had a friend or two who just stopped talking to me when Trump got elected. I would never stop talking to someone just because of their politics. That would never happen. I think friendship, friendship, especially people you've been friends with for a long time, that's too valuable to just lose because of a disagreement on politics. I mean, really, just think of how, how that sounds. Yeah, so-and-so, college uh, friend from college, but when Trump got elected, we stopped talking. I mean, does that, sound, does that make sense when you hear it verbally said? No. But it's gotten to that point. And like I said, I've been a political junkie since I can remember. You know, I loved following the elections as a kid. I loved uh, election night, turning on mostly the network stuff because that's back when it was good. Uh, A lot of the network stuff, reading the bottom line where it broke down the states and how they voted. I was always interested in that. And I still have a fascination with politics. And you've heard me say it on this show. I love being able to hear different opinions, you know, and and as you know, I don't make it a secret what my opinion is, and I never have. I have never been one to bite my tongue uh, as I did yesterday, but I've never been one to bite my tongue when something comes up talking about politics, when that conversation comes up. I'm not one to just stand back and not let my opinion be known, but I'm also not someone who will just yell at someone over their opinion and then walk out of the room or storm out or make a scene because they don't agree with me. You know, I was in college when President Obama got elected, and no, I did not support President Obama. I actually didn't support John McCain that year. I wrote in Mitt Romney. Looking back on that, that was a mistake. But at the time, I wrote in Mitt Romney. I didn't like either candidate. And on policy, I disagreed a lot with President Obama for eight years. In the first four of those years, I was in college. Mostly anyone I associated with in college loved Obama was a huge President Obama supporter. I did one stupid thing in those eight years. And to this day, I still regret it. Because it's not who I am, but it's something that I'm always going to have to live with that I did. And I'll admit it. I will say it on the air right now. 2008, uh, President Obama got elected. And on my floor of the dorm building at Medai my friend had put up this huge uh, President Obama bulletin board with you know all these stats and stuff that he worked really hard on and I may have had a few adult beverages and you know I, like I said was not a fan of the president and I ripped the bulletin board down and to this day I regret that that was a stupid thing to do And I look at that now and I'm ashamed isn't even the right word. I am more than ashamed that I acted that way. But there are people today who aren't 19-year-old college students. They are adults. And they're still doing things like that. But they do it daily because of their hatred for a political figure. And they will just bash that person. And take personal attacks. Like I said. I did something like that. I did it once. That was a decade. That was more than a decade ago. And I'm, in, I'm still embarrassed by it. I'm still ashamed by it. I am very fortunate. That that person is still a really good friend of mine. I'm very lucky. He's a great guy. And I could see why he would never want to talk to me again. But we are still really good friends. And I'm very fortunate for that. But I am embarrassed and I am ashamed that I ever stooped that low. But there are people who stoop that low every day. And we need to somehow find a way to go into 2020 and get rid of all the hate and all the negative and be able to have a conversation about our disagreements without it turning into a scene, without families not talking, without people losing friends. So yeah, maybe the message is right. Maybe we should kill them with kindness. I'd like to know what you think. It's Joe Beamer in for Sandy on WBEN. yes how to be a friend you know maybe we should take some of those lessons from barney and apply them to the 2020 political scene it's joe beamer in for sandy beach here on news radio 930 wben yes you're probably wondering joe why did you come back with the barney theme song well it's the theme of the of the topic We've got to start being less negative. We've got to stop, every time we disagree with someone politically, we've got to be able to get that point across without the personal attacks, without all of the hate that surrounds the political scene in what is now 2019, but I assume will get worse in 2020. And like I said, that video was bizarre that I played to start the hour. But take the message from the video. Take the message from the Selena Gomez song we opened the hour with. Kill them with kindness. Instead of someone says something you don't agree with and it's just negative, negative, negative. And it turns a lot. I mean, think about it this way. It turns a lot of people off of following politics. They see this going on. They go on Twitter and they see these back and forth. And really, mostly it just turns into attacking one another and the policy that the argument started over, if you look at the end of the conversation, isn't even mentioned. It just turns into personal attacks. So I want to know from you, getting into 2020, what are we going to do to have it less hateful, to not have as much hate in disagreements, 803-0930, Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. We're going to take these calls in order, so don't hang up. I'm getting to everyone on hold, but I like to go in order, and we'll start with Rick in Chittawaga. Rick, good morning, Joe. Rick, I. I the subject
1: is is incredible. Last night we enter- my wife and I entertained Christmas at our house, and I had not a liberal but a Democrat sitting next to me. I had a libertarian sitting at the other end of the table, a conservative, not only union member, but a union steward sitting with us, and my wife and I are ultra-conservative. And we talked politics for five hours, and never one time did anybody get their toes stepped on. Did any? We valued everybody's opinion, because that's what it was. That's what all, you know, it's all about opinion when it comes to your, you know, political persuasion and it's all about being civil and being a grown-up you can get your point across without having to be nasty and you know like i say there's you know respect civility and just being a grown-up is the secret to it and and i find that the majority of the times when my wife and I, or my wife or I, are talking with anybody and everybody else at the table, I'll include them, it always ends up the same way. We, we don't get into, you know, if you disagree with somebody, well, okay, you know, that doesn't mean your opinion's any better than theirs, you know,
2: Exactly. You know, Rick, you used a word that should have been used at the beginning of the hour respect. And we have lost a lot of respect for one another in 2019.
1: You know, you want to hear something really crazy? I I Facebook. And just before Christmas, everybody on my page had, or somebody on my page had posted, how do you want to start the new year and you only get to use one word and it has to start with the first letter of your name? And that's exactly what I put, was respect.
2: Well, Rick, that was a, a great point. And I'm glad you guys were able to have your disagreements and voice your opinions without any kind of hatred, anyone walking away. I hope we see more of that in 2020. Rick, you have yourself a good day. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Rick. Rick and Chitawaga opens up a line for you, eight oh three oh nine thirty. Some texters kind of confused with the the bump here's here's the point here's the bump if you think about back you know in the 90s when i was a child barney that was you know he taught you all of the things about being kind he had the song frank maybe we should have played i love you you love me instead of the barney theme song maybe my point would have gotten across a little more let's go to bill in eden bill good morning
3: good morning joe Maybe even more so than Barney, we should learn more from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. You know, please won't you be my neighbor.
2: That's that's a good one, too.
3: And something else I liked from Mr. Rogers, he had the Neighborhood of Make-Believe, where he would present different kind of issues in ways that were spoken by puppets, in kind of like, you know, doing a parable. I think he was a minister of some kind, Mr. Rogers. So he would present it in a third-person kind of way. So you could look at something like when you go to see a movie and you can see how the characters are interacting and you might think, wow, I've actually done that myself and that really wasn't the best thing, now was it? (laughs) But because you're able to see it in a different kind of presentation like that, it's something that you could learn from. So I think with 2020 coming, um, we should be able to see 2020. We should be able to see clearly. We should be able to try and understand what the truth is in any situation. And as someone once had as his motto, we should try to live the truth in love. And maybe you could do an Aretha Franklin bump (laughs) when you come back from one of your other breaks for that respect that you were talking about. And when you mentioned that you had written in a different candidate during the one presidential election, I think we're really now, at least it's my sense, we're at the point where you don't really want to split up Um, The two major political parties, because I'm thinking about what happened in Canada's election. If Canada had maybe just two political parties, it would have been a different outcome. But if you have several, you tend to possibly split the vote and maybe things that you don't want to get in still manage to get in because they might have a little more people voting for it. You see where I'm going
2: with that one? Yeah, Bill, you know, just 2008, I, I was not a big John McCain fan. Uh, I didn't know a lot of uh, then-Senator Barack Obama, and I knew, you know, a lot of Mitt Romney. I had I had actually um, worked a lot locally on his primary campaign that year. So that, that was the reason for that. But I, I see your point, but Bill, I also want to be a realist. In New York State, that's really not going to be an issue. Because it's a blue state, right? It is a blue state until, well, something changes. But Bill, thanks for the call, man. Okay, and look up
3: snowflakevictory.com too to see what our president is really doing.
2: All right, Bill in. Eden opens up a line for you, 803-0930. Let's talk about kindness. And yes, being able to have those disagreements, being able to say what you disagree with on policy without all the hate Let's not go after the personal attacks. Let's not attack someone's lifestyle. They are running for a political office. The only thing that you should be looking at is where you differ on the way on on their policies and maybe on the way they govern. Those are fair points. But when it gets into a personal attack because you disagree with them politically, I think that's when we all lose. 803-0930, Eight oh three oh nine thirty star 930. If you're on hold, we will get to you after this. It's Joe in for Sandy. Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEM. Kindness. How do we turn all this hate and negativity around to kindness? And I don't mean ignore your beliefs or ignore your position or opinion on, on something. I'm talking about getting that across, but without the hatred, without the negativity, being kind to one another. And yes, Rick and Chituaga, a word that definitely should have been used from the beginning, respect. Because I think we've lost a lot of respect for one another, especially in 2019. Let's go to Angelo in Niagara Falls. Angelo, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Merry Christmas to you. Yes, Merry Christmas, Angelo. What do you think about all this?
0: Well, I have a friend, and like we rarely talk politics, but sometimes when I see her, she'll say to me, oh, did you hear the latest Trump's doing? And she'll tell me, and it seems kind of weird to me. And I'll go, oh, where did you hear that? And 99% of the time it's CNN. So we'll just have a discussion, but nothing uh radical by any means because i don't demean her opinion she doesn't demean mine and uh i don't try to convince her she doesn't try to convince me we just talk about it and i just want to tell you kind of a wacky little tale about this i go into the grocery store and i wanted this italian bacon you go what does this have to do with this it's kind of funny and it does so it's an italian bacon that's made in america so I say to the lady, oh, do you have this particular bacon? She goes, no, we don't carry it anymore. I go, why is that? She goes, you know who's in the lighthouse." House. <laughs> I, I was going to laugh. Wow. <laughs> and I go, yeah. Like I could have said, well, what does that have to do with it? But no, what's the point? You know, so I go, right. And I, I, I continued my grocery shopping, but it just gets so wacky. But I think the, the key also is, Joe, When I was working pre-retirement, I knew the people I was talking to, and some people are a little aggressive and, you know, whatever the situation is. So if that's the way they are, you cannot change them.
2: Uh, Angela, that's a good point, and it's not about changing the people you're having the conversation with, but, you know, if they want to just keep attacking you, and no better way to make them feel even worse than just Talking in your regular tone and saying, you know, I have this opinion and not sinking to their level of just because Angela, what good, like you said, you're not going to change their mind, they're not going to change yours. What good is it to just yell back and forth? Because that's more unproductive than some of my monologues at the beginning of the show.
0: And Joe, you're 100% right because I'm not diverting from the topic, but I worked in retail 36 years. And I'd have customers that would yell at me and this and that and blow a gasket. And that was my thing. I never raised my voice. I would discuss it with them. If they would want to accept what I have to say, fine. If they don't, fine. But I'm not going to get to their level where it's really a
2: standstill. I hear you, Angelo. Hey, man, you have a good day. You too, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Angelo in Niagara Falls. We'll move right down to Bob on a cell. Bob, good morning.
4: Merry Christmas to you and have a happy and safe New Year. Hey, Bob, you too. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to say this. Um, I don't attack anybody at a personal level, but I also understand that uh, the opposition is working very diligently to do voter drives in other states. And those are New York residents who are going to go to both Pennsylvania as well as Ohio, to register new voters so that my way of life may be changed. And I'll give an example of uh, how things uh, are so funny. We have a very public official, a a lieutenant governor, who when she was working for the auto bureau, used to call this radio station on a regular basis and have conversations uh, with Sandy Beats as well as the rest of us on the green light laws. Now that uh, we have a lieutenant governor from this area, you didn't hear anything about it. And uh, the silence is quite deafening. And how do you combat that? You can't. So you either have to stick to your guns. When I go to the grocery store and somebody says, happy holidays, I point out I don't celebrate holidays. I celebrate Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and have a happy new year doesn't mean that I'm nasty, but I do make the point this is how I feel about things and and, uh, what I believe in. And that's where we need to go, because if you close your eyes, we're going to end up in a state that we don't recognize anymore, and your freedoms are going to be totally gone. And I would love to hear your response to that, Joe.
2: Well, Bob, to your first point, I'm going to say, you know, yes. They do the, the voter push, um, especially on Election Day. It didn't work in 2016. So maybe that's a promising result there. And number two, Kathy Hochul. Uh, I used to have a lot of respect for Kathy Hochul, but I have to say I did lose a good chunk of that respect when it took her days to acknowledge David Bellavia's Medal of Honor. You know, a, a, a tweet, a comment, something would have sufficed and she was very quiet on western new york's hero getting that medal of honor bob thank you so much for the call 803-0930 star 930 we're talking about kindness we're talking getting your point across without sinking to hateful levels without all the negativity and you know a texter thought they had us on one And they said, what about Trump when he calls his opponents disrespectful names? Well, yes, if you've listened to the station, I have said, as much as I agree with the president on legislation he has passed, on fulfilling campaign promises, I disagree with a lot of his tweets. I disagree with some of the comments he makes that have nothing to do with the presidency. I have said that over and over again, and I said on Hardline Sunday to Kevin Hardwick, I'm not voting for my best friend. I'm not voting for the nicest person running. I am voting for someone who can keep this economy growing and someone who can keep this country safe. I will not lie to you and say that Trump is the most likable guy in the world. I wouldn't lie to you and say I'd like to be friends with Donald Trump. I wouldn't lie to you and say if I was a woman, I'd want to be married to Donald Trump. But that's not what I'm voting for. I'm voting for someone that will lead the country. Those are two very different things heading into a 2020 election. 803 kindness. Let's get rid of the negativity. Let's get rid of the hatred and voice our opinion with kindness here on WBEN.